Welcome so much to Student Takeover Weekend here at VRL. If you're over at Otis, we love to have you, and we're so excited that all of you are here. Uh, what you just saw in that bumper was a little glimpse at what it looks like in our student ministry world each and every week. It's a little chaotic. But as I've worked with teenagers for the last 12 years, I've found that that's just true. Like teenagers are just a little chaotic, right? And so um, that is our world. You know, I have lived here for about two and a half years. I've worked here for two and a half years. And I love working here. I love my church. Don't you? I love my church. And over the next four weeks, including today, we're going to get a chance to look at several different areas of our church that, that sometimes don't get enough light as they need to, right? They, that sometimes we, we get dulled into thinking or lulled into thinking that, um, that our church is just being and making disciples on Sunday mornings and Thursday nights. And yet there are ministries that, that, are, that are happening every night of the week and small groups that are happening all over uh, this, this community where, where we are being and making disciples. And so over the next four weeks, we want to highlight some of those areas. So I'd encourage you, to come back each and every week to, to see an area that maybe you haven't heard about, right? Uh, and, and one of the reasons that I love my church so much is because of the student ministry. And not, not simply because it pays my bills and keeps my lights on, but like I love the culture of students that we have here. And if you, if you don't have a student or you haven't been a part of our student ministry, this may be an area where you're like, I don't, I don't really even understand what's going on there. Right, uh, and so today uh, we want to uh, to kind of under, to take a glimpse, take a look into that world, and I love how from the top down, from the leadership down, our church values students. And Eric and I have been processing uh, for for several months what would this morning look like, and we both thought about how we could highlight. The, the different ways we minister to students on Wednesday nights and Thursday nights and Sunday nights and all the different activities and camps and all the things that we do. And we said, yeah, we could do that. But what we, what we really decided we want to do is share something that our students have taught us over the last year. And this lesson that our students have taught us, I think everybody needs to hear and Eric and I both agreed, no, 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 this is, this is the topic. This, it's, it's the idea of belonging. You see, we all want to belong. In fact, belong is, is crucial to the DNA here at VRL. And over and over and over in, student ministry, in our student ministry world, we say this phrase, you belong here. And we've watched as they've taken this concept and implemented it into their culture. And it's gone from being just something we say to something that's vital to our students. And like I said, I think it's bigger than just our teens. It's a lesson that, that, that I'm trying to figure out how to apply to my life. And a lesson that I think we all can apply to our lives. And so we're going to dive deeper into what do we mean by you belong here. But first, I want you to watch one student's story of belonging. I grew up in a Christian home. My 
dad used to be a youth pastor. I believed in like the faith, but I always like rebelled against it. I was smoking weed, going to parties, and it wasn't until last summer where I realized the path I was going down. One night, I decided to sneak out and steal my mom's car, and obviously I got caught. My mom just came up to me one day while I was in trouble, grounded, and she said, hey, I'm gonna make you go to youth group. I don't care what you say. It wasn't until about a month in until I started to know everybody, and I decided to get involved because I knew how to run sound, and kind of just sparked in me that what Jesus was doing for me, and I felt like I finally belonged somewhere. It gave me a place where I could I could be myself without being judged. I didn't have to hide myself. I didn't feel alone. I felt like I was surrounded with people who actually cared about me. I feel like I'm definitely a better person and I feel like I've got a lot more people to talk to and I feel like I am pleasing Jesus with my life and living a life after Him. Throughout this year has been more about not impressing people so much and going with the crowd and I could be myself more and I could actually be who Jesus made me to be. It's amazing how your life can change when you surround yourself with people that are surrounding themselves in Jesus. It's just made my decisions better and it's made my decisions honor Jesus instead of honoring like what other people thought I should do. Isn't that amazing to hear from a student? Yeah, it's so awesome. And you know, it's one thing to say, hey, you belong here. And it's another thing to see a student say, hey, I found my sense of belonging. And that's just fantastic. And I just appreciate Noah and his vulnerability in that video. It's just so, so amazing. You know, I have a question. How many of you have ever felt like maybe you didn't belong or you didn't fit in at any point in your life? Any point, okay. Pretty much all of us, yeah, me too, me too. I remember going through middle school and high school and there were moments in time, even with my friends that I was like, you know, I don't, I don't really feel like I fit in this conversation. Like I'm not thinking the same way you're thinking and I don't really know if I belong right here. And you know, we actually used to play this game and it started out as a game and maybe you guys played this, maybe it was just me and my weird friends, but we played this game where we said, okay, if you could choose any decade in life, what decade would you choose to be born into? And so we would play this game. We'd be like, oh, you know what? If I was born in the 50s, that would be so awesome. Um, we even played this where we're like, well, what if we we're born in the future? And we thought, man, in 2000, if we were born in the 2000s, how cool would that be? There's gotta be like cars that hovered. Like, I mean, obviously we watched Back to the Future and, and that's what we thought. And so we played this game. And what I realized was it started out as a game but then it slowly kind of became a reality in my mind. Like I started playing this what if game and, and it went from a game to like this serious topic in my head of what if I was born in a different decade? What if I was born in a different place? And I believe that many of us have, have played this through in our mind several times. And usually when, when we're in a place where we don't feel like we belong, like what if I wasn't here? What if I was born in a different state? What if I got married sooner? What if I never got married? What if I didn't go to college? What if I did go to college? What if perhaps I didn't even exist? 
right? And, and I talk to students all the time that, that moments of their lives, they've, they've played this out in their mind. Like, what if I didn't exist? And it's kind of crazy, but, but this, this, this game that we play in our minds leaves us with this constant feeling of confusion and a state of, of that we don't feel like we belong. And we're kind of trapped in, in this idea. And so I want to take a look at a set, set of scripture in Psalm chapter 100. And at first, maybe you're like, Eric, I don't really understand how that relates, but, but just bear with me here. In Psalm 100, verse 1, it says, shout with joy to the Lord all the earth. And I want to pause right there because what I've learned in my life is when in those moments where I didn't feel like I belong, if I would shift my focus to being thankful, it would change. And so I love starting it out with thanks. Verse 2, worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him singing with joy. Verse three, acknowledge that the Lord is God. He made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. And verse five, for the Lord is good. His unfailing love continues forever and his faithfulness continues to each generation. You see, I wanna land in verse three in this concept and this thought that if we truly believe that God is who he says he is, then I believe that we're gonna take a step of faith and understand that we belong right now. You belong right now. In this moment in time, if we look at that and we're like, God is who he says he is, then I have faith that he knows what he's doing and that he has placed me right now for a reason. And so I hope that's what you take from this is you belong right now. And in verse, uh, Genesis chapter one, verse 27, it says, God created human beings in his own image. See, we are created in his image, in his likeness. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. See, we can even see this, this, this concept of belonging right now in the definition of the word itself. One definition of the word belong is being rightly placed in a specified environment. See, I have confidence that God knows what he's doing. That God has placed me right now for a reason. And when I realize that, when I understand that, when I start looking at that, and when I get out of my own head, and when I look at the, the scriptures and I look at God and who he is and all of his greatness, then I change my thoughts from, you know what? I don't know if I belong to I have faith that God knows what he's doing. And because of this, knowing this concept of God, you will know that you belong right now now. So I've been going to VRL for pretty much my entire life uh, and I've just kind of grown up in the kids ministry and um, just going to youth group all the time and uh, this past year of high school has really opened my eyes to uh, what it means to serve and what it means to be invested in your community and um, that was a really important thing that I got to be able to experience um, serving in the tech booth, um, which was a new experience. This year at high school, uh, you know, just went through some different struggles, but also some uh, great accomplishments. And uh, one thing that was my constant was just coming to youth group um, and being able to just invest myself um, with the students and uh, just being able to remind them that they belong here. Um, that there's a place for them um, 
for them to just uh, to get to know people and to just discover Jesus. I've been going to Barrel for five years now. I started out in fifth grade, so I kind of grew up more in the middle school ministry. That was good for me because the camps really helped me because it was so a lot more serious than I had expected, and it was just great for me to build relationships easily. So when I came here, I was kind of more of a shy person. I didn't really want to talk to much people. So camps really helped me grow relationships and encouraged me to be here all the time and grow my faith with Jesus. And I began serving in kids ministry just this past year or two. And that has really helped me because I felt like that I've been a part of the church more than I already was. You see, the early church was comprised of people from all different backgrounds, jobs, races, etc. And they could come together in one place and be united. And each of them, no matter where they came from, knew that they had this, this place. And 2,000 years later, it hasn't changed at all. You know, as uh, we have our kid men uh, birth uh, through fifth grade, uh, and we have our, our student ministry from sixth through twelfth grade, and, and, and we commonly refer to that, that, those two ministries as our next-gen ministry, or the next generation of the church. And it's a fine name, but it's kind of a misnomer. It's a misnomer in this that, that they're not the next generation, right? Like we're not waiting for them to grow up, for them to be involved. And what we see in our students is that as they find a people and a group to belong with, we hope that, that they can belong here in this place. And I hope that you know that you belong in this place. Not just for the future, but for now. See, our students, I firmly believe that our students and our church are, is better when our students aren't waiting their turn, but are actively participating in this place. You see, I, I hope that our students feel safe here. I hope that they feel loved here in this place. And not because I believe that God is tied to this building, because I don't believe that. Or not because I believe that God only exists within the community of VRL. No, there's a lot of really good churches in this area. But as humans, we attach ourselves to tangible things. And one of the main reasons that I want our students to feel loved and safe here, and the reason I want you to feel loved and safe here, is because if you can feel safe, if our students can feel safe and loved in the place where we talk the most about God, then we begin to make the attachment that we can feel safe and loved with the God we talk about. And this place becomes a space where they can develop who God created them to be. And it's not the only place by any means. But we believe it's a pivotal place, and we want our students to feel safe here. And I believe it's a lesson that we learned from Hannah and Madeline in the video, that they felt so safe and loved in this place. And they felt so safe that they even wanted to get more involved than just attending. 
that they began serving. And they found when they begin to get involved and can contribute, that they belonged even more than they thought. And one of the things that Hannah tells me over and over is that she loves helping other students find the same belonging that she's found. And God uses us as we find our place to belong, uses us to help other people find their place to belong. I think it's why the writer of Hebrews would say this, and let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. See, when we gather together, uh, maybe for you it's Sunday morning or Thursday night, or maybe in your small group sometime throughout the week or the ministry that you're involved in, for us in student ministry, primarily on Wednesday nights, for middle school Thursday night for small group, and high school for, for Sunday night for, for small groups, when we gather together, we remind each other that we belong. That with each other in this place, we belong. And we don't give up meeting together because, man, we are a forgetful people. We are forgetful people, and we need that regular reminder that we belong. And I'll have conversations with students, and they feel disconnected. And I'm like, why do you, why do you feel like you're disconnected? What they're saying is they don't feel like they belong. And I'll, I'll say, well, when's the last time you came? Oh, it's been a while, but it's hard to, to get there now because I've been gone too long. Like we play these tricks on our own minds, right? That, okay, now we've been gone too long or I've done too much that I don't fit in there. And I'm like, listen, you won't ever belong to a group you don't belong to. That you have to actually be there. You have to remind yourself that you're going to be there and be a part of this place. Because you belong in this place. See, uh, I just took a group of high schoolers to the Philippines, which was an amazing opportunity for us to see a different part of the kingdom of God. And one of my favorite things is our group of, of 20 people split up and went to four different churches on Sunday all over the town, city of Baguio. And me and a couple of students got to go to this place. And I, I love it. Pastor Stephen was so hospitable and brought us in, and it was an amazing service. But I loved watching the worship. I loved watching the worship there. Not because it was crazy different than ours. It was. And, and not because uh, the songs were better. I don't know if they were or not. But I loved watching those on stage. And maybe it's my bias, but I watched them and I was like, I don't think there's a single person over 25 there. And I began to ask him afterwards. They're like, oh, this is just our youth band. Our youth band just plays every week for, for our main services. And I was like, no, they get it. They get it that, it that they belong right here in this place. And those students weren't waiting their turn. They weren't waiting until they grew up or they had all the right answers. That they understood, like I hope all of us do, that you belong right in this place. And my students here are teaching me this over the last year, that every student has a role in this place. Even right now, some are helping in Kidman, 
Some help out every week with high school ministry and middle school ministry. Some are making your coffee today. Some are running cameras right now to record this. See, they're not waiting to grow up. They belong here right now, just as they are. And you do too. That you don't have to have all the answers. You don't have to figure out all the complexities of our faith to be able to use what God has gifted you. In fact, we can't be VRL without your piece of the puzzle actively engaged. I think it's why Paul says, just as the body, though one, has many parts, but all its part, many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. In fact, God has placed them, placed the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. But if they, were all, if they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts but one body. We need each other here in this place. And so I hope you take a chance on a new small group or volunteer in a new ministry. And I'm biased, but might I suggest student ministry? It's pretty dope. <laughs> but know this, you belong my name is Amber Weatherby. I just recently graduated from Central Valley High School. I wasn't born into a Christian household. I knew who Jesus was, but um, kind of only believed in him because my mom did, but I didn't really know what that meant. Uh, I just kind of believed that there was a big guy in the sky that created everything, but I never really had a relationship with him. I didn't really go to church. He was just kind of like foreign to me, but it made sense that there was a God, but I didn't follow him in any way, really. I didn't really know who I was. I didn't have a place really anywhere. Um, I didn't feel like I really knew myself. I struggled with my identity uh, as my sexuality. I was really confused. I didn't really know what I wanted. Um, Knowing who I was in myself got me drawn into a really toxic crowd of people that um, weren't really happy people, so I was around a lot of depressed people and that in turn made me feel depressed as well. And so going through at least my first couple years of high school, I was really out of place and I didn't feel like I really belonged with the people that I was with or even at my own house. Beginning of junior year, I. Uh, started to really question what Christianity was and that was when I met Justin who um, since he was my age I felt like it was easier to talk to him about what it meant to be a Christian uh, especially since he was born a Christian yet he had such a strong belief and actually had a really good um, relationship with God and experience with God that I felt like I could really ask him the hard-hitting questions that I felt like I couldn't really ask any other adults and um, that kind of once I asked enough questions I started coming to uh, high school ministry and started coming on a weekly basis which I actually found myself really enjoying coming here and listening to the messages that Tyler would say. And um, worshiping was super fun too. Just kind of became one of my weekly 
places where I could really feel safe and I really felt like I truly belonged with other people here. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. You know, last week we talked about this, this, this idea and this concept that, that more and more today we're defining ourselves by the current relationships that we're in on this planet and other various things that, that we're related to, whether it be our careers or our political stances or where we live. And, and then, but we closed it out with this thought that if we would uh, define ourselves through our relationship with Jesus, that it would all change. And so I love Amber's video and how when she found her sense of belonging was when she found her identity in Jesus. You see, if we don't have that, if we don't understand that, then it leaves us with this overwhelming sense that we don't belong here, that we don't belong in this place, that we don't belong right now, and we're really confused about what that all means. And it brings me to this, the, the most important sense of belonging that you can have that ties all of the other places of belong together is this concept. It's the fact that you belong to Jesus. You belong to Jesus. And this is something that, that we hope that every student that walks in our doors, every adult that walks in our doors, not only hears this, but they feel it and they get to experience this. You see, many times we, we have students that, that feel broken and, and like they feel like they've messed up too many times and that's okay because they belong to Jesus. You belong to Jesus. And I remember a point in my life when I, I was a little confused about where I belonged. And, and you know, if you know any part of my story, you know that I grew up in construction and it was great. But, but as I continued in construction, I felt more and more of a sense that I didn't belong there, you know, for several reasons. One, I like to be clean. Two, I don't like my hair messed up. Like things like that, right? Like, I don't, I don't think I belong here. But, but I remember more on a deeper level like I wasn't exactly where I, I, I should be, where I belonged. And, and so I was driving along and I remember finding myself very angry. I was mad, I was frustrated. I'm like, God, I, I don't know where I belong. And in that moment, I remember thinking, God, I know who you are, but I don't feel you. Like I wanna feel you right now. Like I don't know what to do with that. And I just remember the, the song came on the radio and this overwhelming feeling that I belonged to Jesus came over me and I started crying. I had to pull over. And I just remember from that point on, I was like, okay, you know, wherever I'm at in life, physically, it's okay. Because I belong to Jesus. And that's what we hope students see. Because oftentimes students that don't know Jesus, they walk in and they're like, Eric, you know, I've messed up too many times. I don't know what to do with it. I failed so many times. What do I do? And I just say, that's okay. You belong to Jesus. That's how everything changes. And maybe you're like, you know, Eric, I've messed up all of my relationships. You know, I'm currently ruining my marriage. That's okay. You belong to Jesus. He can change it. He can adjust that. But Eric, I've gotten kicked out of school too many times. That's okay. You belong to Jesus. Jesus can turn all that around. But I've fallen in with the wrong crowd, Eric. Like I'm doing things that, that I'm not proud of. You belong to Jesus. You know, I, I've started vaping and I can't, can't figure out a way that I can tell my parents and, and I'm just hooked and I'm, I'm addicted to this and I don't really know what to do. You belong to Jesus. You see, that's when it all changes because we all make mistakes. We all fall down, right? And it says this in, in Romans chapter three, verse 23, it says this, for everyone has sinned. We all fall short of God's glorious 
standard. Yet God in his grace freely makes us right in his sight. He did this through Christ Jesus when he freed us from the penalty of our sins. For God presented Jesus as the sacrifice for sin. People are made right with God when they believe Jesus was being fair, when he held back and did not punish those who sinned in times past. For he was looking ahead and including them in what he would do in this present time. God did this to demonstrate his righteousness for he himself is fair and just. And he makes sinners right in his sight when they believe in Jesus. You see, that's why this sense of belonging is so important. This, the, the, this concept that you belong to Jesus because when you lost all hope, when you're in a place where you're like, I don't, I don't feel like I belong anywhere. I've messed up too much. I don't really have hope for the future. I don't even know why I'm here right now. If you understand the fact that Jesus came down to this earth as a, as a man, lived a perfect life and died to save you from those sins, to free you from those sins, then you can start finding your sense of belonging right now in this place. But it all starts with Jesus. It all starts with this knowledge and then experience that you belong to Jesus. And maybe you've never given your life to Jesus. Maybe now is that time. Maybe now is that time to acknowledge the fact that Jesus is who he says he is. And you're ready to give up all of those sins and you're ready to walk away from all of those sins. You're ready to turn and walk toward Jesus because he's the only one that truly gives us hope in this life. When your friends won't stand by you because of the path you're going down. When your family turns away, Jesus doesn't. Jesus is standing here with open arms saying, hey, you belong to me, come to me. And when students see that, when students get that, it changes everything. It changes everything in their life. And it's so incredible to witness when they experience it, when they experience their belonging to Jesus, it creates a safe place. And that's our hope when students come into Valley Real Life, that they feel that it's a safe place because when students feel like it's a safe place, they start knowing that it's okay to talk about how real life gets and how difficult life gets. And it's okay to say, hey, I'm messing up because we belong to Jesus. You see, there's another definition of the word belong and it's be the property of, be the rightful possession of. See, you're made in his image and you belong to Jesus. And it's not just our goal with students, right? We're going through this series, I Love My Church. It is our goal that when you guys walked in the door today, when you guys walk in the door every single week, any day of the week that you feel loved and welcomed in this place, that the moment you walk in, you're like, okay, Jesus is doing something great here. That's our hope. And not because of the things that we say, but because his presence is made known. You see, what I've, uh, what I've learned through all of, all of student ministry, but also working with people that, that found their sense of belonging, is I've learned this. The fact that every, every story of belonging doesn't center around VRL. It doesn't center around middle school ministry or high school ministry. It doesn't center around Tyler or myself. See, the center of every belong story is Jesus. You see, you belong here. You belong here. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, God, we're so grateful that, that you always have open arms. 
We're so thankful that, that you are who you say you are, God, and, and that, that you are always present. God, I pray to you that we will reach to you. God, I pray to you that we will look to you in those times that we don't feel like we belong. In those times where we've lost hope, where we've lost sight of who we are, God, I pray to you that we will look to you and you will show us the path. God, I pray to you that you will continue to work through students in such amazing ways, seeing students that get it, seeing students that come to you and they know that they belong to you, God. They know that they belong right now. They know that they belong in this place, God. It's so amazing. I pray that you will work through that and they'll continue reaching out, not to just their friends, but to their parents, to their families. God, because you can do amazing things through anybody. Please help us to continue to realize that. God, I pray that, that today, that we will realize that because of you, because of who you are, that we truly, truly belong here. It's in your son's name we pray.